Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Tuesday, February 7th, 2022. And as always, brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is a day that I think you and I can both get behind. As far Hit as- me with it. What is today? Today is National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Oh, yes, sir. I absolutely can get behind that. Oh, give me some Fettuccine Alfredo. Do you do you use, I know it's Fettuccine Alfredo Day, but do you typically use any other kind of noodles with your Alfredo? Um, I, I'm a type of guy that uses any type of noodle. Now, now Emily just does like the fettuccine the legit fettuccine noodles but i'm i'm more of the mind of i I think any type of spaghetti or noodle sauce goes with any type of noodles man i'm not picky when it comes to that so you know i'll sometimes i'll throw spaghetti noodles with fettuccine sauce on it or something you know just whatever we have in the cabinet i i'm not very picky when it comes to that uh, I know Emily is. Emily only wants fettuccine noodles with fettuccine sauce, but I'm not terribly picky when it comes to that. Okay. Yeah. When I'm doing Alfredo, I typically will do like bow tie noodles. Mm-hmm. It makes it a little bit easier to to eat. Yeah, I can get down with you on that one. Uh, any any type of pasta uh, with fettuccine sauce over it, I am I am here for for sure. All right. So there's not a lot going on right now. Um, we do have a lot of stuff in high school going on, but not as far as basically we have Hawks going on right now. Professional. Yeah, that's, that's really it. You got, you got professional basketball going on right now. I've got hockey, which, you know, we're, uh, you're a big hockey guy. Yeah. Um, baseball really hadn't started up yet for pre- professional. Only one more game left in the uh, PAFL. It's the big game. Uh, can't mention, you know, what the game is here, obviously. Uh, high school, uh, college basketball or college football is over. College basketball is kicking off, but once again, not really big around here. Yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about some Hawks trades, and you've got a few of them here that you're considering. Yeah. So these are these are four guys. Well, I mean, th- there's five people on here, but only four of them I think are legit candidates. Um, and and out of those four, I think three are the only ones that I would like to see what we would have to give up to get them. Uh, so the first person I, I, I have on here is, is Gary Trent, Gary Trent Jr. Um, he's a guard right now, averaging 18.7 points per game. Um, the thing that I really like about him that I think he could fit into the Hawks system really well is he's 37% from three point this year. Uh, he's hitting almost three, three threes per game, taking 7.1 down a little bit from last year. He was above three making last year and took almost eight per game uh so i think he would fit into the Hawks system well with trey young and Dejounte murray the only bad thing about gary trent jr i think he would be a great pickup and a great asset for the atlanta hawks the only bad thing is 
is to acquire him, it wouldn't be cheap. Um, he's got a pretty high future contract as well. I think he's due 18 mil next year. Uh, in, in the Hawks, famously, not famously, but they, they, I mean, they traded Kevin Herter so they wouldn't go into the, over the salary cap. If they get Gary Trent, I think that would put them into the luxury tax. Uh, Atlanta would have to probably part with Bogey and some other assets, but the upside would be big. So, you know, Gary Trent would be a good name to bring in here. I just don't know how much you would have to give up to get him. Uh, the next name I have on here is Alec Burke. I think Alec Burke could add some add some depth to the guard position. I mean, he has a 16.9 per this year, averaging 13.2 points and three rebounds, 2.2 assists. Um, he's sort of played kind of all over this year. He's played uh, he's played mainly in Detroit, has been semi-healthy, which is nice to see for someone who's been in the league that long. Uh, he is 31 years old, and I don't think it would take a ton to get him, uh, but he does have a 10 and a half due for him next year. Uh, so that's another thing that you have to consider, that they don't want to go into that luxury tax. Um, but he is shooting uh, 43% from deep uh, and is a good, he's, he's a really good defender. Uh, Buddy Heald is another name that I have on there. Right now he's averaging 17.4 points per game and hitting at 42.8% from deep. Uh, Heald, he's an average defender, uh, but his offensive threat could could really alter a playoff series. Um, and it's it's, it's kind of weird. You know, I was going through Buddy Heald's playing career. You know, Buddy Heald has never played in a playoff game. Does that shock you as much as it shocks me? Yes. Absolutely. Like, it shocks uh, me. Heald has been in the league since 2016. I mean, he, he's been in the league for almost a decade. He's 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 over 30. He's never been in a playoff game, which I, I don't know. That uh that really that really shocked me right So I think he would be a good addition. Another addition that we've heard a little bit of rumblings from, I feel like we heard it last year and we're hearing it again this year. Jay Crowder. Yes, please. Um, yeah, from the Phoenix Sun, 32-year-old. He's owed $10.1 million this season before hitting unrestricted free agency next season. So his his, uh, his uh, salary does come off the books. Um, it, it, trading for Crowder would, would be risky as Phoenix wants a significant haul in return for him, and there's no guarantee that he doesn't leave in free agency this summer. Uh, but trading for a veteran player that has an expiring contract is, I mean, that's sort of a, a, a big boy move. That's sort of a we belong in the championship conversation type move. Um, and I think that's somewhere the Hawks need to get. So I would love to see, I would love to see Jay Crowder uh, come and play for the Hawks this season. He's averaging 9.6 points, per, or excuse me, this season he's averaging a um, uh, little over nine points per game for the Suns and about eight rebounds. So it'd be nice to get him back in Atlanta and, and get him playing defense and offense and everything. So those are those are sort of the five that I think there's out of, out of those five. I think Burke, Heald and Crowder or out of those four, Burke, Heald and Crowder are the three most likely. Gary Trent Jr. is going to require a big haul back. And then another name that I know people have been floating around and I, I you would have to give away up way too much. It, it's Kevin Durant. Um, that's sort of a pipe dream type trade. Uh, I mean, landing Durant would obviously make the Hawks a, a title contender. Um, but Durant has a longtime friendship with Trey Young, dating back to their days at, at, uh, in OKC when he was there and Trey was in, in college. Um, the 34-year-old has a supermax deal through the 25-26 season. I I don't see this happening at all. It, it, I think it'd be neat maybe if it did. Kevin Durant still, when he's healthy, is the best player in the NBA in my opinion right now. 
Um, but yeah, I, I've seen that floated out there a couple times, and I just sort of I'm like, this is uh, what that, that's cool to talk about, but. It, in reality, it's probably not going to happen. All right, we'll get to the high school basketball region update. We did this like a week or two ago. Uh, last week, same day, actually. Last week, Tuesday. Yeah. So I'll, I'll run down the girls. You run down the boys. How's that sound? Let's do it. All right. Uh, in girls basketball, in region A, single A, division two. We. Boy, I swear, kids will just come out of nowhere and scare the crap out of you. I apologize. Uh, region A, Division <laughs> Two, uh, re- Region Seven B. Uh, this is Mount Zion and Bowden's region. Mount Zion girls are region champs. They are six and zero. Oh. Uh, Bowden is unfortunately zero oh and six in region uh, play right now. In and they will be third in their region. So I guess when they go into, um, are they third? Yeah, they're third right now. They have only got three teams in that division. Even in basketball, I thought. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, even even in basketball, nope. There's only three. Okay. Yep. All right. So it's they're... uh, it's it's Mount Zion, Green Forest, and Bowden. Wow. Okay. Yep. Uh, in region. Are in region single A division one region four we've got herd county girls that are th- two and three they are third right now they've got one game left they could finish as high as second temple is is three and two this right now the girls are and they've got also one game left and can finish as high as second in region seven double a this is Harrison County's region. Uh, Harrison County's currently fifth at four and seven in region play. They've got one game left. They could finish as high as fourth, which would be huge going into a region tournament. Uh, region six, AAA. This is Bremen's t- region. Bremen is nine and four. They are third currently. They they do have one game left and could finish as high as second place. In region seven, four A. This is Central's region. The girls are fourth right now in, in region play. They are four and five. They have one game left. They could finish. They are locked into the fourth seed. In region five, 5A, uh, this is Villarica's region. They are fifth currently. They are eight and six in region play. They have one game left, and they could finish as high as third, which would be huge. And in region two, seven. A. This is Carrollton's region. They are third in the region. They are four and three. They have one game left. They could finish as high as second. All right. Over on the boys' side in uh, single A Division Two, Region Seven B. Right now, Mount Zion's three and four. They are in fourth. They have one game less left. Could finish as high as second. Bowden is in sixth right now, at one and six. One game left and could finish as high as fifth. In single A Division One Region Four, this this division in men's and women's is an absolute barn burner. The region tournament is going to be phenomenal. Heard County is sitting in second right now at three and two with one game left. Still, technically, I believe can win the region. I think they hold the tiebreaker. I was talking to Shane Lasseter about this last week. Uh, him and Miss K crunched the numbers, and we believe that that if they if Heard wins out and finishes tied four and two. Uh, with Temple, 
We think that Heard County gets the tiebreaker, but we're not 100% sure. And right now, sitting in first is Temple at 4-1 and one with one game left. If they take care of business tonight, Temple is the division uh, single-A Division One Region 4 uh, champions. In Region 7 AA, Harrelson County right now is in fifth at 3-8. and eight. They have one game left, and they are locked into the fifth seed. In Region 6 3A, Bremen is eighth. They are 1-12 in the region. They have one game left, and they are locked into that eighth seed. In Region 7-4A, Central is 8-1. They are right now in first, and they will finish in first. They are region champs. So right now in in basketball, we have Mount Zion girls who are locked in as regular season region champs and Central Lions boys basketball who are locked in as regular season region champs. In Region 5-5A, Villarica right now is sixth at four at five and nine. They have one game left and they are locked into that sixth seed. And in region two, seven A, Carrollton is in third. They are four and three. They have one game left and they could finish as high as second. So two region champions right now in our area. We will add a third, possibly, uh, or no, we will add a third, I believe between Heard County and Temple and the boys. I don't think anybody else has a chance to win that region. It's either one of those two. So we will add a third before the uh, before the day is a new tomorrow. That's awesome. Or the regular season, at least. That's awesome. So. Yep, and I think Mount Zion starts their region tournament today. I believe the boys and girls play above the sea. The boys, I just saw it, and I lost it. I don't know where it went. I think the girls play Bowden and the boys play Green Forest, I would assume. I got a text from... I guess it has to be that. I got a text from uh, Coach Ed Zion, and my mind just went blank. Uh, Crap. Coach Wright um, said that the uh, region tournament for... They will host it, I think, is what he said. Oh, yes, on Friday. Uh, I'll... The graphic I was looking at was for uh, middle school. My bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Middle school starts today. Friday. Friday is the region tournament. Um, so yeah, get out there and get out there and support these uh, local kids in their region tournaments in the coming weeks. All right. As Bryce mentioned earlier, uh, the PAFL is coming down, and there's a you know a big game on on Sunday that we're not allowed to. The big game. Hey, I love those commercials where they can't say the Super Bowl because they'll get, they'll get sued. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the big game is this weekend, not the Super Bowl. Absolutely not. The big I'm, game. I'm pretty sure the Parian lawyers are appreciative that we're not going to say say what it is. Yeah, we would never call it the Super Bowl. We will never say the Super Bowl is this weekend. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> so football ending this Sunday. Uh, there are some spring leagues going on, and I want to see, basically check your temperature on this and see what you're feeling about the spring leagues that are. Oh, okay. All right, let's start with, what are your thoughts on the USFL? Oh, man. I I will watch just because it's football in the spring you know the last time we had something like this last time we had the usfl and the last time we had what was the the aaf the american right or the or the afi i don't remember what what it was but the last time we had spring football like the quality is just not there it's really bad uh and for me it boils down to the quarterback play it's tough to watch i will i will definitely check the usfl out i think it starts somewhere in like late march early april um 
but I will, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I'll flip it on. We at that point in time, we'll have we'll have baseball going on, we'll have uh, uh, soccer going on, we'll have racing going on. Uh, but I'll, I'll flip over and check it out now. Do you know if they're still doing all the games in Birmingham again this year? That was the that was sort of their mo yeah, last year. Or was that the AAF? That was that was the USFL. The AAF actually had home teams playing in their home stadiums because the. Uh, the Atlanta had the the legends, and I went to watch them play one time at um, Turner Field. That's so, great. yeah, yeah. The USFL last year had everybody play in Birmingham. I didn't know if that was still, if that's still a plan or not. I mean, I, I think it's, I like it and I don't like it. You're not getting a hometown crowd, but you're also not having these teams having to travel all over America, which saves a lot of money. Um, so, but yeah, I'll tune into the USFL for sure. How about the XFL, the XFL actually begins the weekend after this the other thing <laughs> not the super bowl <laughs> um yeah I'll, I'll check i'll definitely check the xfl out i used to love the xfl back when i was a young kid um i thought that was an i thought that was an amazingly amazingly fun league i don't remember the quality of play because i was still kind of little and just wanted to get entertained um but yeah looking at the schedule right now starts uh, february 18th you got two games on the 18th at 3 and 8 30 and then two games on the 19th at three and eight they're on abc they're on espn they're on fx they're on big networks you're not have to go searching around to go find them uh that's a that's a big plus no atlanta team which is a little bit of a drawback but i'll, I'll tune in i'll check it out i'll see what it's all about and see if there's any big names it, the rock is doing it right the rock is putting this together i think so yeah 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 i'll check i'll definitely check this out for sure and finally arena football league oh yes yes i i am in now this won't start uh, until next year um, but I was a huge Arena Football League fan when Arena Football League was around. I thought it was insanely entertaining, very, very fun, fast pace. Uh, I went to a bunch of the, um, uh, what was the Georgia Force, right? Up in Gwinnett. Yeah. That was the, yeah. Well, I used to go to a bunch of those games um, when I was younger in high school. They, they were they were insanely fun to watch. They were fast paced. I went, actually went to the, um, whatever they called the Arena League version of their Super Bowl. I went to that when the Force were in it. Uh, so I'll definitely be tuning in to an arena football league game. And if they, if the Georgia force comes back, we'll, we'll be going to some arena football league games. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Billy, let's hit the Marine South scoreboard from last night. Bowden at rock Mart. These are all soccer. We had a bunch of soccer games going on last night. No basketball on uh, one tennis update. We do have a tennis update, but Bowden at rock Mart in soccer last night, girls at six and boys at eight. I don't have a score for either one of those. Couldn't find the score. Uh, this morning, Bremen played Alexander. Just the girls. Boys were not in action last night, and Bremen fell to Alexander 2-1. to one. Uh, Villarica beat Temple on the girls and the boys' side 10-0 to nil on both. Nolan Alba with two goals. Kenneth Thompson with two. Jesse Whaley with two. Gavin Eddy with one. Larry Roblero with one. Micah Alba with one. And Ezra McHenry with one as well. Central was at New Manchester last night. The girls won two to nothing, and the boys won eight to nothing. On the boys' side, Camden Jones kept a clean sheet in goal last night for the Lions. John Ramirez had four goals. Javi Rodriguez scored a hat trick, and Tony Mora had one goal last night for the Central Lions boys soccer team. Uh, tennis last night, we got a tennis update. The ladies' varsity tennis team defeated Noonan. Uh, five to nothing in their first varsity contest of the season last night. So congratulations to those lady Trojans last night on the tennis court. Tonight on the Smiths floor covering games and events calendar for girls basketball. Lamar is at Temple at six. Crawford at Hurd at six. 
Northwest Whitfield at Central at 6, Bremen and Adairsville at 5.30, Villarica at Midtown at 6, Harrelson County at Fannin County at 6. On the boys' side, these are all wrapping up the regular season for all of our team around here. Lamar County at Temple at 7.30, Crawford County at Heard County at 7.30, Northwest Whitfield at Central at 7.30, Bremen at Adairsville at 7, Villarica at Midtown at 7.30, Harrelson County at Fannin County at 7.30, Pebblebrook at Carrollton at 7.30, and Atlanta Symphony Orchestra at Mount Zion at 6.30. Billy, we got baseball tonight. We got high school baseball tonight. Uh, Temple is at home versus Langston Hughes at 6. Heard County is at home versus Callaway at 5.30. Carrollton is on the road at Peachtree Ridge at 5.30. And Bremen is on the road at Alexander at 5 p.m. tonight. And that is your Smith's floor coverings games. Billy, could they they have started the season on a more beautiful day than what we're going to get today and tomorrow out here in West Georgia? Probably not, and I'm so happy for it, dude. I am so freaking happy. Oh, I went, I went running yesterday, and I was—I'll be honest with you—I was pissed off that I had to go to a basketball game last night because of how beautiful the weather is. I'm like, this is prime baseball weather in in February. You don't get this weather usually until like late March, but we had beautiful weather last night, and I was absolutely pissed off that I had to spend it in a gym instead of out on the baseball diamond. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee. Dude, I need a cup of coffee. I forgot to pre-make my coffee last night, uh, so I had to make it when I woke up, and then I get down here hammering away at all the notes and everything for the podcast and forget about it. I don't have any coffee, so I need a cup of coffee, pal. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Mavericks tout a title shot with Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, whatever you want to tell yourselves out there, Magic or Ma- Magic, I did it again. Uh, Mavericks fans, whatever you want to tell yourself out there, Mavericks fans, if you think Doncic is going to win you a, uh, a title, keep on, keep on believing that, I suppose. So this is this is Super Bowl week, and obviously there's going to be some some rumblings, some you know news coming out of Super Bowl week. The Eagles head coach Sirianni has a ch- chip on his shoulder after not being retained by Andy Reid. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether this is true or not, this might be something he's saying to motivate himself or, or something. I don't know, but I, I wouldn't blame him if he did. I mean, or excuse me, I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, I wouldn't blame him if he if he did have a chip on his shoulder after not being retained by Andy Reid. Just add a little fuel to the fire, man. You, sometimes you have to come up with your own adversity. I mean, we saw in the last dance, Michael Jordan did that all the time. Um, you know, even if someone didn't say something or didn't word it the way it was in Michael's head, that's how Michael remembered it, just to give him a little bit more motivation. Right. And maybe that's what Sirianni's doing here. I, yeah, whatever, man. Whatever you got to do to win the game, I, I'm here for it. Sean Payton says Russell Wilson's quarterback coach won't be in the facility. Well, you, when you're coaching Russell Wilson, you have to be unlimited. <laughs> and if you're in the facility, well, that's limited, man. Uh, so you have to be unlimited and be able to go all all outside of the facility, inside the facility, uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen out there. I think Peyton wants to bring in somebody to work with Russell Wilson. <sighs> Dude, I, I I have no time for for Russell Wilson at all. That's right. Zero time for that guy. That's right. 
Let's ride Broncos country. <laughs> what cringe? What what's his next cringy thing? We had Mister Unlimited, and then we had Let's Ride. What's the next cringy thing let's coming not, from? Let's not forget Russell that Wilson. he refused. Like when he was with Sierra, they they didn't do anything, and they he made that very public that they said that they were avoiding. Yeah, that before marriage and that was that was cringy you know like why are you why are you saying that why well, yeah why are you publicizing that <laughs> he's just a cringy he's a cringy dude uh, i don't know he, he, he is super cringe and nc state uh wisconsin uh anyway. baseball player Yeah. Brian Flores, He's the def- definition of cringe, right there, man. Russell uh, Wilson. Brian Flores has been hired as the Vikings DC. Are you surprised there? Nah, nah. I, I kind of figured this was. They were talking on the Pat McAfee show last week that Flores they thought he was going to go as the Vikings D coordinator. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, that uh, that division is sort of in flux right now. I mean, the Lions, the Lions. It's the same old Lions. Uh, Packers, who, who who the hell knows what's going to happen with their quarterback situation? Same with the Bears, you know who who knows what's going to happen there. So, uh, the Minnesota Vikings right now the most stable team in the NFC North. I didn't think I'd ever be able to say that, but it is true. The NBA Board of Governors has approved the sale of the Suns and Mercury to Matt Ashiba. Ashiba? Do you know who Matt Ashiba is? Ashiba. I, I've never I've never heard of this guy. I looked in this um. This little black book I had that I got from an island, and he wasn't in there, so I know he's not terribly popular. Um, but he's a he's a 43 year old uh, American billionaire who is the CEO and chairman of Mortgage Lender United Wholesale Mortgage. Okay. I don't know who this guy 43 is. 43 year old billionaire. That's. Uh, he was raised in a Jewish family in Birmingham, Michigan, in a suburb of Detroit. He played basketball. Oh, he played basketball at Michigan State. Okay. Oh, he was part of the national championship winning team in 2000. Okay. All right. Forbes lists his net uh, worth as of April 2022 is $4.9 billion. Hey, let him live. Let him live. There we go. Good job. I hope you I hope you do awesome, awesome things out there. 43 years old. 10 years from now, Billy, I could be owning an NBA franchise and worth $4.9 billion. A, that's insane that it's only 10 years for you. B, that's insane that it's 4.3 billion. Maybe <laughs> maybe DM5 will be worth 4.3 billion. <laughs> really bump up the value in the price. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, today in 2021, actually two years ago, Super Bowl, uh, what is that, 55, Raymond J. I don't know. I can't add those Tampa, up. Tampa Bay Buccaneers dominate defending champion kansas city chiefs 31 to 9 the mvp was of course tom terrific and it was brady's record seventh super bowl win why have they changed the nfl super bowl logo to something that is so bland i don't know i don't know you know that used to be really cool the the nfl logo used to be I don't know, very unique and designed cool. And, I, you know, I used to look forward to seeing what type of design they were going to use. And they always, you know, they always implemented some facets of the city that the Super Bowl was in, in the logo. And now it's just very futuristic and bland and boring looking. I hate it. I hate the new Super Bowl logo. And they've used, used it for like 12 years. And it's just, I don't know. It's just meh. 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 You gotta- it looks like a... 
a bored computer made it. No, I don't have anything else, man. Let's get out of here on a today is Tuesday. Let's get out of here on a Tuesday. Good lord, you're 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 really struggling with no coffee right now. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough. The mind isn't firing on all cylinders. Synapses. Listen, I'm a V8. It's firing on three cylinders right now. For Bryce, I'm Billy. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!